Hello, and welcome to this Blind Vendor Association's VetTech podcast series. This episode features a recording from our weekly Wednesday webinar, where we are joined by Liz from Vespiro to learn about everything that's new within Fusion, JAWS, and ZoomText 2023. All right. Thanks so much, Tim, for having me, and thank you, everyone, for being here. I'm really happy to be here today to tell you more about 2023. And if you guys are interested, there are a couple of new JAWS features. I don't know how many JAWS users we have here, but if you guys would like to see a couple of those features in action, I am more than happy to demonstrate those. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's just start out by talking about it and what, how you can, where you can go to learn more and what these new features are. So, at Freedom Scientific, and uh, you know, again, I'm just going to provide a little background here because I don't know how much you guys, uh, how many of you guys use our products, but we have three different software packages. We have JAWS, which is a screen reader, reads the text on the screen. We have Zoom Text, which enlarges everything on the screen. And then we have a product called Fusion, which is both JAWS and Zoom Text. And you can either run Fusion as both JAWS and ZoomText at, at the same time. You can run it in the Fusion interface, which gives you access to both settings for JAWS and ZoomText, or you can run them individually. So when you hear these terms, I just wanted you to be familiar with that. And 2023 is the version number. That is the major release that just came out here in October, a couple of weeks ago. We, we were Refer to, sometimes we'll say Fusion Suite 2023, that just means all of the products. So if you're reading anywhere, you know, reading some information that says Fusion Suite 2023, it's just referring to JAWS, ZoomText, and Fusion. Okay. So I want to talk about a couple of new features and enhancements in JAWS. I'm going to talk about one in ZoomText. Now, unfortunately, I'm not able to demonstrate the one in Zoom text today because in order to do that on Zoom, you have to set up what's called a virtual machine. Otherwise, you know, if I change the uh, magnification or any of the enhancements on my end, it's just for me, you guys wouldn't see it. However, we are going to make several new Zoom text training videos here coming up soon. And so I'll be able to let you guys know where those are, what they're about, and uh, you know how to, how to go find them. So let's start with JAWS. Now you can always go to freedomscientific.com and there's a heading there for software releases. There's a link for each product, JAWS, Zoom, Text, and Fusion. And that will take you to the What's New pages where you can read about all the new features. And also in the software, there is a help uh, section, which I'll, I'll talk more about in a bit. And then uh, there's a what's new section in the help menu. So a couple of different ways to learn about new features. If you have the new software, you can access it from, uh, you know, from the software itself. So one of the major updates with JAWS is the ability to update your JAWS to, from 2022 from version 2022 to 2023 from within the application itself. So if you're a JAWS user, you, you'll probably know that, you know, let's say you have version 2022 and we put out an update, you know, throughout the year, we put out several updates to, to fix things and enhance things and sometimes release new features as well. And so 
you already have the ability to go into the help menu and go to check for updates and it'll check for those you know those smaller updates that we put out throughout the year now however with 2023 if you have version 2022 and you want to update to 2023 you can go to that same place under the help menu under check for updates and 2023 it's going to be called a major release you'll have the ability to update right from there um now if if you are authorized to run version 2023 so if you're updated and all of that it'll install and work you know just as it normally would if you have not yet updated to 2023 if you're using 2022 and you haven't updated yet to 2023 when you update your software from within you know the application it'll install the software but it'll run as a 40-minute demo until you are authorized to run it as a full you know application so i just wanted to make you aware of that but it is really convenient now you do have that option you can still go to the website and download it but you don't have to anymore so that's one of the new changes that we've made another one and this is one that impacted a lot of people i don't know if any of you use dell computers out there but i know a lot of us do and dell has a feature called waves max audio it is something that is turned on by default and it's meant, it's designed to enhance your audio experience. Well, what a lot of JAWS users were experiencing and, and have been experiencing with, with this for you know several years now, there is in your in your running JAWS, it increases the memory that is being used. So what was happening was when that memory increases, JAWS would start stuttering, JAWS would stop talking. It would slow it down, you know, and people would have difficulty navigating different applications. So the fix was, okay, let's just go in and turn it off. However, when you do that, let's say you're using a headset and you want to unplug that headset and plug it back in. So you unplug it for a few minutes. Maybe you want someone else to hear JAWS or, you know, maybe you just don't want to use it for a few minutes. Then you go plug it back in. When that's turned off, the computer doesn't recognize that okay, you've plugged this headset back in again. So what people were having to do is reboot the computer, which, you know, as we know, is, is extremely inconvenient. So now in JAWS 2023, we have fixed that so that you can turn the Dell Waves Max audio on and you can use it, you know, unplug that headset, plug it back in, no problem, no longer have the memory increase issue. So that was another major thing that was a pain point for a lot of people. Um, so now if you get a Dell computer and you have JAWS 2023, you should not have any issues with the, the Waves Max Audio. And I think Dell has also made some enhancements as well. I'm not really sure what they've done recently, um, but this is something that you know we've been talking to them about for quite some time now. So happy to see that resolved. A feature in Zoom Text, and this is one that we're going to do some videos on here very very soon within the next month in fact is a feature called tethered view so tethered view takes that activity and places it in a window within your magnified area so that you can see it and of course with all these features that we're talking about this is something that you know things that we're going to keep enhancing and right now 
tethered view works with the <clears throat> Windows Start uh, Search area when you're going to you know do a search in Windows. With the formula bar in Excel, with comments in Microsoft Word, and if you're using Fusion and you're using JAWS, when you bring up a list of links on a web page. So those are the areas where tethered view works. So the two features I want to show you are called Smart Glance and Notification History. So Smart Glance is the first one that we're going to talk about. And as JAWS users, you know, we, we navigate web pages, we navigate PDF documents. And, you know, if we're lucky, we have a lot of commands. We have what are called quick navigation commands, and those allow us to navigate around very quickly using H for headings, T for tables, B for buttons, things like that. But sometimes web developers call attention to text on the screen using colors and fonts. And if those, if that text isn't a heading or isn't a table or something like that, we may not know it's there. So we have developed a feature called Smart Glance, and we call these Glance Highlights. And I'm going to show you a couple of instances where these really work um, well, especially especially when it comes to filling out forms. Create. So how many of you guys have ever filled out a form on the web and you get to that very last part and you hit submit and it just doesn't work and you don't get any kind of feedback or, or maybe it says you, that you need to fill in the missing information and you're thinking, okay, but what is that? What is the information that's in red? Um, what are the fields that it considers invalid? What did I not type in, not type in correctly? So that is one of the best areas where I think Smart Glance really works extremely well. Create your Google account. So I'm here on a form. I'm here where I'm going to pretend to create a new Gmail account. And so I'm here. I haven't filled anything out yet. but So I'm going to go to my first field. First name edit. Space. And I'm going to turn on forms mode and I'm going to type a name here. L-I-Z. Last name edit. W-A-I-E-A-K-E-R. All right. Let's say that I get a phone call right in the middle of this and I get off the phone and I think, oh, well, I've already filled this in. I'm ready to hit submit. So I'm going to go down here next button. and go to next. Space. Choose a Gmail address. Now, G Google popped me right over here to it, fortunately. But some websites don't do that. Some websites, if they pop you over to it, if focus actually goes to that field, you may not get any feedback. So this is where glance highlights come in handy. So Smart Glance is going to work just like our quick nav keys, just like we're used to pressing H for headings, T for tables, things like that. We're going to press Y. This is a new uh, navigation keyboard command. So we're going to press Y to navigate through the Smart Glance highlights and then shift Y to go backwards. So I'm at the top of the page and I want to find out what all I've missed here. Now, Smart Glance isn't just going to do forms. It's going to do other text too. So, I'll, you know, oftentimes companies will have contact info that is a different color, a different font, or, you know, other information on the page. So we're going to hear some other things here, but I'm going to press Y. The Gmail. Okay, that was just some text that was a different color. And if I want to know what color it is, by the way, there's a great little keyboard command, which is insert numpad 5. Or not numpad 5, I'm sorry, insert five on the number row gray 13 on white and that tells me the foreground and background colors all right so i'm going to keep pressing y username edit as pop-up menu 
Ah, so there's a, you know, username there. I could fill that out because now I know that's one that I didn't fill out. At gmail.com, choose a Gmail address. Password, password, edit invalid entry. Ah, and that told me invalid entry. So that's good to know. So I can navigate through these very quickly. And, you know, this, this is great if you have a really long form. I've also found it useful, you know, when you're filling something out online, if you're going to make a purchase or, you know, you're on a website where you need more information about something, it works really where there, if I could speak really well there as well. All right. So I'm going to go back to the top of the page. Create your Google account. And let's say I want a list of all the glance highlights that are available on this page. I can press JAWS key control Y, which uh, I'm using a laptop and I have my keyboard and laptop layout. So that is going to be my caps lock control Y. Otherwise I could use insert control Y. Select a smart glance highlight dialog. List one, list view. To continue to Gmail, one of eight. So now it told me, it read the first one, it brought up a list, read me the first one, and it told me one of eight. So I know that there are seven more results here. I could keep going down. Two of eight. At gmail.com, choose a Gmail address. Four of eight. And if I wanted to go to one of these, I could press enter. Five of eight. And go right there. So, and I think some of these, it's not reading the actual label. Choose. But I'm going to go. Enter. Username, invalid entry. All right. So it didn't actually read the name of the form field. Um, and, and this will behave differently on different web pages. So just be aware of that. But you can get a list of those glance highlights again with, you know, JAWS key control Y. And then you can navigate the different options there with your arrow keys and press enter to go to the one that you want. So the other place that you can use Glance Highlights or Smart Glance is as the feature is actually called, is in a PDF document. I'm going to flip over here Meeting and accessing PDF to my PDF document. Now, this one happens to be a very accessible document. It's completely tagged, meaning that uh, the title, you know, is a heading level one and, and other subsections heading level two and three and so forth. But if it wasn't, and, you know, someone had just formatted it. So the text looks like a heading. It's bolded. It's, you know, different font, different color, whatever it may be. But JAWS is not indicate, you know, JAWS doesn't know it's a heading because it hasn't been properly coded. We could use our smart glance key once again. The reading. Um, I'm going heading. to the top here. And I can press Y. A screen reader user's guide. And so that text is, you know, a different color, a different font has been called out. Um, table one, general JAWS commands for using Adobe Reader. And so some of these are going to be tables. It's just whatever text that the creator of this document thinks is important and needs to stand out. So that is how Smart Glance works. And um, I'm going to demonstrate notification history here in just a second. And then you guys can feel free to ask any questions you want. And if you want to see anything else in action, happy to show that to you as well. So the other feature is notification history. And this is one that we introduced in June in our one of our 2022 updates. And it gives you access to your most recent notifications. Now, it can hold up to 500 notifications, but it only, it only gives you access to the last 24 hours, what, whichever notifications you've received in the last 24 hours, um, or the last 500 notifications. So if you have more than 500 notifications, 
you're just going to see 500, the, the last 500. Um, there's no, I, I don't think I have that many, but we'll see here in just a minute. But we also give you the ability to create rules about whether you want to hear those notifications or whether you want them to show up in your notification history. Do you even, do you even want to know about them? Because Microsoft Word, for example, and Outlook will sometimes give you notifications that are things, and again, this is personal preference, but they're things that you might not need to know when you're navigating your notifications. Like if, one example of that would be where if you're typing and let's say Outlook, you're typing an email message and Outlook wants to correct something that you've misspelled and it auto-corrects it, then uh, you'll have a notification there about that. So, you know, again, this just allows you to go in and really determine which notifications that you, you want to hear. So to get there, you're going to press insert space, which is the command layer that brings you into the command layer. And we'll talk about layered commands here in just a second. Insert space followed by the letter N as in notifications. Now, those of you who use keyboard commands, you're probably used to, you know, pressing commands like control N, control O, things like that, where you have a combination of keys. Well, sometimes we just don't have enough key combinations to uh, go around, right, to, to make all these things accessible to us. So we use what's called the command layer, which allows you to perform several different tasks related to a particular uh, Thing. For example, notifications. So we're going to press insert space. space. We hear that little pop sound that indicates that we're in the command layer. We're going to press N for notifications. Notification history. Recent notifications list box. Choose a Gmail address Chrome 218 p.m. All right. So let me slow it down. Slow. Just attach. A little, a little touch there. All right, so let's read that again. Choose a Gmail address, Chrome 218 p.m., one of 161. So I have 161 notifications since this time yesterday, which is fine. Places me at the top, and I can navigate this list with my arrow keys. Um, I can down arrow to go to the next one. iPhone Michelle Valdez has joined the meeting. Zatrina has joined the meeting. So all those notifications from Zoom there that were coming in, you know, it's going to include all of those. Now, let's say that I want to, I don't want, I might not want to hear, you know, all those, no well, I might want to hear them as they occur, but I, maybe I don't want them to show up in notification history. I can create a rule about that. I can choose whether I, I want to hear or don't want to hear the notification when it occurs. And I can also choose whether I want it to appear on my Braille display, whether I want it to, to see it come across there. And you can actually do different things there. So if there's a notification that I want to read rather than hear, I can do that. All right, so we're here in the list of notifications and I'm just gonna tab here for you and uh, show you what's in here. And let's see. Enable rules checkbox checked. So that is checked by default, enable rules. That just allows us to create a rule uh, about what how we wanna handle a particular notification. Create rule dot, dot, dot button. Here we can actually create a rule, which I'll show, I'll briefly go through that in a minute. Manage rules dot, dot, dot button. Here we can manage rules and if you don't have any rules created, you won't have that option in this in this dialog. Clear history button L. We can clear our entire history. Now this is this is a new enhancement to the notification history. Again, this feature was 
uh, introduced back in June, and now we have added some things to it. So you can clear the entire history if you just want it to start all over again. Close button. We could close it. Recent notifications list box. Trina has joined the meeting Zoom 2.05 p.m. All right. So it tells us things like when the notification came in, uh, what the notification is, and the app that gave us the notification. We can also press enter on a particular notification to get all those details in a, in a way that we can read them, read those details easily. So if I do that. Enter notification details dialog, notification text, notification text, notification text, read only edit. And it's, sorry, it's repeating that a lot, but let's have it just read the notification text. I'm gonna use insert up arrow to read the current line. Trina has joined the meeting. So that's the notification text. That's the, you know, that's the exact text of the notification. If I tab. App, read only edit, Zoom, A. Now we have which app that notification came came from, which is Zoom. Time, read only edit, 11 slash 9 slash 2022, p.m. T. And that is our time. And you know, see, these will say read only edit. These are edit fields in the sense that they actually have text in them, but we cannot edit this information. That's what the read only part means. Close button. And we can close notification text. And now we're back to where we were. And I'm just going to hit escape and close this details window here. Escape notification history. All right. So let's go back up to the top. I'm going to press control home. Choose a Gmail address Chrome. So again, we can also right click a notification. And to simulate that with the keyboard, we're going to use either shift F10 or the applications key. Applications, context menu, create rule, dot, 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 one of two, C. And here we only have two options. We have create rule. Don't show in history, dot, 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 two of two, D. And don't show in history. So what this means is if I don't want this notification, this browser notification that Google just gave me when I failed to enter information into um, when I was you know creating this fake email account here, I can choose not to have this pop up in, in the history. Now, if I choose this, it's not going to pop up in my notification history, but I may still hear it on my computer. But again, this is just where you can say, hey, I don't want to want this in my notification history. Create rule dot, dot, dot. And if we go here, which we're not going to create a rule, but I'll I'll walk you through the dialogue. Enter leaving menus, create rule dialogue, receive notification, receive notification, rule type combo box contains. So this is a combo box that has options that give you the opportunity to choose whether you want to create a notification for the exact text. Um, you can also edit that text. You can say, okay, I, I want to create a notification for text that, or, you know, notification that begins with this text or ends with this text. So it just really allows you to finitely choose how you want that notification to be. Edit. Trina has joined the meeting. Oh, and it's, uh, even though I went to a different notification, it's still on that other notification, but that's okay. Limit the notifications from Zoom checkbox check. So I could limit this to notifications from Zoom. That's checked. You know, if it's something that, uh, for example, occurs in Word and Outlook, and you know that it occurs in both those places, you could uncheck this to say, yeah, I don't want this just for Outlook or Word. I want it for across the board. Speech or sound action. So here's where you have the ability to say, hey, I want to mute this. I want this. I, I like this notification. It's fine as it is. Or maybe you want to reduce the text a little bit. For example, online when a page loads in, in, a, in the Edge browser, for example. There's a notification that will say page loaded. 
well, if I don't want to hear the two words page loaded, maybe I just want to hear loaded. Um, I can take the word page out and I can abbreviate that to just loaded. So here, this is where it gives you options. Do you want to, do you want to hear this notification with JAWS or do you not? Relaxion, relaxion combo box. Same here. You have the ability to turn it off so that you don't have that notification pop up on your Braille display, or you can receive it as a flash message. You can, you know, alter the text however you want to do that. Don't show in history checkbox not checked. And again, that's don't show in history. Okay button. And there's okay. So I'm gonna space here. Space create rule. And um. I'm escape, going to escape. Notific, escape notific. All right. And so that's just kind of how you create a rule. Again, we're we're putting together a lot of training on these things. So we'll have some step-by-step -step instructions, both that you can read uh, or listen to or watch. And you'll be able to, no, you know, create that. those rules and things. Escape. So that is how you use the notification history. And the one other keystroke I want to show you is how to have JAWS read your last notification and that's insert space shift in. So if I hit insert space, space. and I press shift and the letter in as a notification, Choose a Gmail address. it reads that last notification. That was a really handy command because, you know, sometimes we hear a notification, we're busy doing something and we think, oh, wait, what did that say? I just, I didn't, I didn't catch it. Or, you know, maybe sometimes you hit control to uh, make JAWS stop talking because you're concentrating on a task. So insert space followed by shift in will read that last notification. Create All right, I'm going to go back over here and stop screen share. And I want to hear what you guys have to your either comments, your feedback, your questions, whatever it is that you have to say. See what's in Hey, Liz, it's Tim again. Thank you uh -huh. very much for that. That was fantastic just to learn uh, both about the uh, smart glance, because that's going to be a really awesome feature for folks to use, especially as you're filling out the wonderful long PDF forms and other long web forms that the VA yes. has us fill out for different types of applications and such, as well as the uh, notification. people that were on the line You guys uh, see more about that syntax uh, in tandem feature, because that's just going to be really cool, because I know JAWS tandem is already a great number. training tool, so Zoom text tandem is going to be equally as awesome for us to learn yes. about in the future. If you enjoyed this episode of the Blind Inventor Association VetTech Podcast Series, be sure to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. The VetTech Podcast Series is available on all major podcast services as well as through your digital smart speakers by simply asking it to play the latest episode of the BVA's VetTech Series. For more information about the BVA, be sure to check us online at bva.org as well as on our Facebook and Twitter feeds. I'd like to thank you again for listening to this episode and hope you all have a wonderful day.